This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Here on this Tuesday evening, it is JJ After Dark. John Jastrzemski, we're right here on the fan. And our next guest is a man of honor. Because he told me last week, as his boys were getting ready for the Big Ten tournament, we'll be chatting next week. And here we are. We welcome in the head coach of the Rutgers Scarlet Knights, Steve Peichel. What's happening, coach? Uh, I'm glad I could keep that promise, too. It was a, it's been an exciting few days, and... Thrilled to be out here in Indy in, in the bubble here, uh, getting ready for what I think is the greatest sporting event in, in the country. In the Coach, world. I don't disagree with that. The first two days of the NCAA tournament are my favorite two days of the year. And I'm a big baseball fan. I love football Sundays. But there's nothing like win or go home from high noon until midnight. I asked you <laughs> last week about what those feelings would be like when you see Rutgers on the screen and when Greg Gumbel calls your name, now that you actually lived it, what was that feeling like for you and your program? Uh, you know, we were all together. and You know, this has been a long journey. It actually started last year, you know, before this tournament got canceled. So it was a two-year journey. Um, just so exciting, happy for Rutgers Nation, happy for all the former players. Uh, that played at Rutgers, happy for all the students, the administrators. Um, it's happy for the state of New Jersey. You know, good. it's a great university and great things are happening. And now both our basketball teams are in. The women got in. Coach Stringer uh, got in on Monday and we got in on Sunday. So it's uh, an exciting few days, uh, but it was a thrilling moment. Coach, how has it been so far? Indianapolis, the bubble, the protocols, it's unlike any other NCAA tournament that we've seen in our lifetimes. Take me through what that's been like for you and your program over these last few days. Yeah, well, they, the NCAA's done a really good job. You know, they want to make sure everybody's safe. Um, as soon as it was announced, we all got on, we have a travel party of 30 people, and we got on three separate buses, 10 people to a bus with social distancing, and we got here to our hotel and we immediately uh, tested uh, right away. And then we were quarantined. So we've been in, in the hotel um, quarantined till our second test came out. And then uh, once our second test came out, uh, well, we were able to then, you know, move forward, practice and start getting ready for, you know, Friday night's game. So uh, it's been, 
we've been confined here in the bubble, but it's been good, and it really beats the alternative, which was last year. You ain't kidding, Coach. Now, winning the Minnesota game, winning that first one against Indiana, you guys started to regain that form that we saw in the month of December. Listen, you guys beat Illinois earlier in the year. We know how good a team they are. What went down in that game? Was that just a team that was just firing on all cylinders? Uh, what was the, 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 uh, the element, Coach, that kind of made you a little queasy watching the game film after the fact? Yeah, well, we'll tell you. Um, they've been playing at a great level. I think um, the last 17 games, they've, won, they've lost one game, I think. Um, you know, and obviously they're the Big Ten tournament champs. But, um, you know, I don't know if they're the quick turnaround. Um, they really hurt us on the backboards. We got a lot of fouls early, so we really never got into – groove but you know credit to them they have terrific team they're playing really good basketball right now that's why they're a number one seed and they they have a chance you know to win a national championship so you got to play much better when you play a team like that and we didn't but we're a really good bounce back team so we've had some great practices and we're healthy and um, we're looking forward to the challenge at clemson we got Coach Steve Peichel, Rutgers, Scarlet Knights. They're back in the NCAA tournament. I expected this to be the case all year. And, Coach, listen, I'm sure you're probably thrilled that you're not playing a Big Ten team considering the way your league has just beat up on each other. I mean, is that like a relief? Don't get me wrong. Clemson's a terrific team. But to go through the wars within the Big Ten, it's got to be nice saying, man, it's good to be out of conference. Uh, I mean, it's crazy. We only had four non-conference games, so we had to play 22 league games this year um, and, and grueling. And 12 of the 14 teams in our conference have been ranked at one point in time during the season. So they're saying it's the best year in the history of the Big Ten. So um, grueling, the league, everybody knows everybody. Everybody knows everything everyone's going to do. Um, it'll be nice. I mean, Clemson's very good. They come from a great league, too, the ACC. Um, they're one of the best defensive teams in the country, and Brad does a really good job. So, But we are looking forward to seeing anybody else, anybody else. <laughs> and I totally get that. Now, Clemson, biggest challenge going up against their team has got to be their defense, right, Coach? I mean, they play some unbelievable defense. Uh, they were playing much better at the beginning of the year. But what have you noticed in doing some prep work and some research on the Tigers? Yeah, I mean, Again, uh, they're the second-best defense in, in the ACC to Virginia, who is one of the elite defenses always in the country. So they're as good a defensive team as you can find. Um, they have a really good player, Amir uh, Sims, who can shoot it. He's like an undersized five-man, but he can roam around the perimeter. He does a lot of uh, a lot of intriguing things. He's a leading assist guy, leading rebounder, and leading scorer. Um, they have really good guards. They pick up full court. Um, they're really uh, – they probably take the most charges of any team in the country. Um, talented, three-point shooting team. They've got a matchup problem in the post. Um, and they play defense every night. That's why they've been so good. Coach, obviously you guys have to have your focus on Clemson. I've always been curious, though. You guys are in tournament play, whether it's at the Big Ten tournament or it's at the NCAA tournament. You have to keep an eye on – that next game you're going to be playing, whether it's the following day, whether it's two days later, what is your overall philosophy on that? You have an assistant handle yeah. it. Are you taking a peek yeah. 
at some 215 no. film already? How do you normally go about that? No, I don't. I, I'm one opponent at a time, so okay. I, I don't. But my assistants are you know, guys that are, you know, tracking down the road, and, um, you know, uh, they'll do a good job, you know, moving forward with that. But I'm one game. you got to play 40 great minutes. This is uh, – uh, you know, a big time tournament and every team has won their way into this tournament. So every team is really good. And so you got to play 40 great minutes and that you get rewarded. If you do a great job and you play unselfishly and your guys play really well, then you get a chance, but uh, never look down the road ever. Totally get that coach. You guys going to beat Clemson on Friday night. You guys are going to have success in this NCAA tournament. You know, last week when you came on the show, you mentioned getting after it on the defensive end. Is that the biggest key to having success here and winning a couple of games? You know, huge key. Um, you know, huge key to rebound the basketball and and defend at a high level. Um, but you know, we gotta we gotta defend without fouling. That's that's a huge key too for us. And um, in the Illinois game, we got a lot of foul trouble. You know, too many fouls and it. Um, changes your rotation. It changes the players that you can play. It does a lot to the minutes. Um, so we got to be really smart in that area too. But you got to play well, and you got to play well on both ends of the floor. And coach, you know, in watching your team a bunch this year, when Ron Harper Jr. is attacking, I feel like you guys are a different team. Am, uh, am I? Am I missing something here? Like when I feel like Ron Harper Jr. is getting after it and he's attacking. I feel like in many ways it takes your team almost to another level. I mean, Ron is, uh, you know, really capable of, of, of attacking the rim and scoring around the basket, too. And um, We're lucky, you know, he can make some threes, too, at times. But um, when he's in attack mode, and, and I think when Jacob Young's in attack mode and when Gio's in attack mode, it, it, it brings another dimension to our, our team. And Montez Mathis is another attack guy. You know, when we have those guys getting to the rim and getting free throws and um, you know, attacking the other perimeter players of the other team. It really helps us. Coach, going back to your days with UConn, Jim Calhoun is one of the best tournament coaches I've seen in my lifetime. Has Coach given you any advice about what his tools to the trade were for winning this time of the year? I mean, Coach, he did a hell of a job of it, so I'm curious. Did he uh, maybe shed a little insight for you? Hey, the great part is, is you know, I'm able to call Coach at any time. And it's a hell of a resource, 40, by the way. Just saying, yeah, that's a hell of a resource. I know. When you can call up a Hall of Fame coach who's won three national championships, and, I mean, he's uh, he was an awesome coach for me. He's been an awesome mentor. Um, and so you always want to uh, get his thoughts on everything. And uh, I certainly reached out to him, and I certainly do it all through the course of the year, and he helps me a great deal. Um, he truly is, you know, uh, the, I think he's the best coach that ever coached college basketball. And in that tournament, to win three national championships at the University of Connecticut, just unbelievable. Coach, we know we got the Big Ten with a couple of number one seeds. We know how good Illinois is. We know how good Michigan is. Give me a team that you think maybe is on that four line, maybe they're on the five, the eight, whatever, that could be a real dangerous Big Ten opponent. Not if they're in the field of 68. Well, I tell you, I mean, Iowa is playing really well. And uh, obviously when you have a player like Luca Garza in the paint, but they surround them with, you know, terrific perimeter shooters. And they have a, a bunch of guys that are capable of making four and five threes during the course of a game. 
And uh, Coach McCaffrey's a great coach, too. Um, never count Iowa out and, you know, Ohio State, too. Um, tough, physical basketball team and uh, well-coached. Um, you know, Ohio State's another team in our league. But I will tell you, you know, from, from one to nine, the nine teams that got in in our league, I, I wouldn't want to play Coach Izzo and I wouldn't want to play Maryland, um, you know, these these coaches are really good. They've been to this tournament a lot of times. They have good players, um, and they've been hardened through the course of the year. Wisconsin is a veteran basketball team. Greg Gard does a great job. Um, so they've been hardened through the year. We've we've played through a lot of obstacles and a lot of different styles. So um, I would I would think that the the league will fare very well in this tournament. Coach, final one. You guys in this bubble like setting, basically, it's go to the practice facility. Go to your hotel, go to the game, go to your hotel. Is the mental edge from, you know, a motivational standpoint going to be oh so important in having, you know, for all these teams there, the idea of being all in, the idea of being connected. Is that something you're trying to pull out like any of those Jedi mind tricks, any of those uh, motivational ploys to, you know, listen, I know it's the NCAA tournament, but it's a different breed, coach. You know, when you're going through this routine, I feel like the mentally strong are really going to survive, especially this year. Well, without a doubt. I mean, you've got a battle in the bubble, and, uh, you know, you have to be mentally, you know, tough. Uh, but they've done a really good job here, the NCAA, keeping us, you know, safe and uh, keeping us uh, protected. And, and I'm so excited that we're here. Last year was just awful at the end of the season when the season ended with no March Madness. So we're very thankful. Uh, we have a party of 30. We've gotten tighter and tighter every day, and hopefully that shows on the court. Coach Steve Peichel, he's done a fabulous job with the Rutgers Scarlet Knights. And, Coach, by the way, I've looked ahead in the bracket. You take care of business and win two games. My alma mater, Syracuse, takes care of business <laughs> and wins two games. Maybe we have a little rematch in the Sweet 16, Coach. Fingers crossed. There you go. I told you that last week. I was happy for him. So that they got in the great job that Coach Beheim does. Because, Coach, you know I'll be rooting for you in every single one of those games except that one. I love you, but I can't be rooting for you in that game. So well, let's I, make it happen, I, okay? I understand that. I love your loyalty. I understand that. Coach, you're doing a <laughs> phenomenal job. Thank you so much again for the time. And how about this? A little confidence. We'll talk next week. You better believe it. Oh, I, yeah. I like it. I like it. Coach, go get him on Friday. We'll be watching, okay? Thanks, JJ. Have a good one. They have it. That's Steve Peichel. And I like it. We'll be pulling for Rutgers to win a couple of games in this tournament. They're favored against Clemson on Friday night. Classic 7-10 matchup. And I think they would have a legitimate shot against Houston in the round of 32. They've got to get back to playing that brand of basketball we saw in the month of December. It absolutely can be done. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 